Now, normally, Charleston, around this time, man, we like to play a little game that we ain't played in a minute, man, but we like to really go back there, man. Uh, Charleston White, you know, uh, her to help black people. We'd like to get your thoughts on uh, just a couple Do of I things. Do I hurt or help black people? No, 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 oh, no, 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 not you, not you, not you, not you. Not you, got it, got I hear you though, I hear you though. But we're going we're to we're throw some things at you. And I just want to get your thoughts on does it hurt or help black people? And um, let's start with uh, uh, grape soda. Grape soda? Grape soda. Let's start with that. Does All that- soda hurt. Uh, nigga. Okay. Okay. Yeah, man. Okay. Nigga, nigga, skin go to getting bad drinking all them motherfucking soda because you just can't drink one. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now grape soda. Uh, between the sugar, the caffeine, uh, the carbonated yeah, water, yeah, all that shit bad for it, homie. But boy, it's so good for your soul. What about so good for your soul? That ain't grape Kool Aid, nigga. Line, yeah, man. That grape soda, bad motherfucker, especially at a barbecue. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it, it one of them, every one of them kids party that turn into the grown folk party. Now you know it's it's also gotten a lot of uh, niggas arrested too when it comes to telling on a nigga. Do you feel like when they put that grape soda in front of a nigga that man that motherfucker might change the nigga outlook on life? And let oh, me you tell you, about who did drink. Yeah, that grape soda tell you. Yeah. I tell you in the interrogation room, that grape soda get, get have a nigga talk. Oh, uh, nigga, that can sprite too. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, that grape soda, nigga with a bag of nigga barbecue chips or some cool ranch or them cool ranch, nigga. Yeah, then they give you two or three of them too. They let you pop one, but you hear the the, the top pops. Yeah, and you go to drinking and you go to getting in telling a good story. And boy, you ask, can you have another one? And they bring another one? Yeah, nigga, you talk for hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you talk for hours. Uh, but nowadays, nigga, uh, uh, what they don't tell you, nigga, when a nigga get in the back seat, they whisper. Man, when they close the door, and just you and officer so-and-so, because they don't put two crooks in the back seat together. They separate you. One nigga go over here, one nigga go right here. Uh, nigga start whispering. Hey, you think I'm going to see the judge tonight? <laughs> nigga start asking questions. Oh, how, how much you think my bond going to be? Nigga start trying to communicate with the police officer. They don't tell you that part. When you're getting booked in, nigga, they putting your thumb across that thing. Nigga be asking questions. Very seldom is nigga just sitting there quiet, waiting for whatever to happen. Uh, this group of crooks, all of them have a conversation for the police, whether they lying or telling the truth. The rule is you don't talk to the police. That means you don't even tell a lie to them. You don't even tell a lie to them. Because if you lying to them, you talking to them. And nigga, they're trained to catch you in your lies, so why are you talking to them? Because you really want to tell the truth. You just stalling with these lies, nigga. And if they keep you in this interrogation room telling these lies long enough, you're going to eventually tell the truth. So don't even tell lies, nigga. Yeah, 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 yeah. These niggas just be talking. That's why they get in there and don't stop talking. I'm going to say it again. These niggas just be talking. That's why when they get in that interrogation room, they don't stop talking. Help or hurt black people. 
uh, the 13th Amendment. Yeah, my mind that went blank. Uh, which <laughs> one is the 13th Amendment? Uh, the about you know, uh, I, I don't. Let me let me read it for you. So we will get it. Yeah, it's about the slavery. 14th or the 13th? It's the 13th. 13th? Yeah, I think it's the 13th. Slavery is duly abolished? Yes. Yep. Unless duly convicted of a crime? Mm-hmm. Does that help or hurt? Yeah. Yeah, they should have kept slavery. That hurt. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, abolishing slavery hurt us. Uh, us? Uh, yeah, it hurt us. Shit. Look at look at us now, and look at us then. <laughs> look at us now, and look at us then. Uh, we were a healthier race of people. Uh, when they abolished slavery, uh, we lost our health benefits. Master took good care of us, y'all. I'm gonna say it again, Master took good care of us. Massa really didn't beat on us. It was the supervisor. It was the flow manager who Massa put over us. I'm going to say it again. It was the supervisor and the manager who Massa put over us, who hit us with the whips and who was mean. Normally, Massa was cool. You don't see no farmer mistreating his horse, his pig, his cow, his chicken, he fed them. So when he got ready to eat and slaughter their ass, they were what they want, what he wanted them to be. It wasn't no difference with his slaves. Nigga, slaves was expensive back then. And all white people didn't own slaves. So you didn't get this motherfucker and beat him and mistreat him so he couldn't work all day. This motherfucker ate good so he can work all day and be strong. It was the motherfucker telling him what to do that I hired that hit him with that whip, come back at night, go in the slave quarter and fuck my, fuck my slave gal. My supervisor nigga, which I ain't gonna trip with him. My supervisor nigga was doing it. Massa was cool if you go watch most of the movies. So when they abolished the 13th Amendment and they say we go abolish slavery, they say we just go abolish slavery for some of you niggas because there's a clause, right? It says except you've been duly convicted of a crime so technically slavery was never abolished so now you got mass incarceration right uh there are more black men who have been locked up in prison almost equally as there were slaves back then yeah. That's facts. it's facts mm -hmm. so uh not only do you have what two point some million black men incarcerated in jails and prison uh, if you go look at the special education system, uh, you got the same number in the special ed system. They they replace each other. Uh, so let me tell it, nigga, we fared well and fared better as slaves than we are today with all this freedom. Nigga, look at us. Nigga, look at our conditions now. Uh, it's so chaotic now, homie. Uh, we almost need slavery yeah. to save us. What do you feel about when an application for a job asks 
have you ever been convicted of a felony? They should. We need to know who coming to work amongst us a regular motherfucking law-abiding citizen. I need to know if you're a convicted felon, nigga, and you should be discriminated against accordingly. Yeah, a nigga been convicted of a felon don't need to work amongst me. It's a certain job he need to be stuck at and stayed at forever. <laughs> forever? He should never make it past 12 13 $14 now. You committed a crime, son. And if you can't figure out a way to create no business, oh, yeah, yeah, that's the way for a convict. Help or hurt black people. Peace and chains. These motherfucker right here? Yeah. Uh, help and hurt. Uh, it served both a good and a bad cause. Amen. Yeah, it serves both in the good or bad call because, nigga, this is the only form of currency that don't have a debt to it. Uh, we just don't know how to value it by getting it appraised. Uh, yeah, nigga, when when money when money uh when money and, and, and coins can't be exchanged, this gold will still be valuable for what it can be used for. You see what I'm saying? So uh, I, I was always taught from the old niggas, homie, uh, uh, guns, jewelry, and property. Yeah, guns, guns, jewelry, and property. Uh, does it does it hurt us? Yeah, because we don't understand the value of gold, and and, and other people are are, are raping us mm-hmm. in the name of this shit. Boy, we getting robbed like a motherfucker, boy, on these overpriced ass chains that we want so bad uh, that we can't have designed ourselves. Well, you uh, can if you go shop with KD's custom jewelry. You sure so can. Get you bright and tight and shining bright. Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, uh, well, that's uh, uh, that's who, that's who, that's where I learned this from. Yeah. Uh, he he and I met man over almost what my son twenty, so over twenty one years ago before my son was even born. And he was just starting his goal. He was just he he was just having a vision, and he was writing it down on paper. We was doing customer service, homie, a customer service job, and he was writing his vision down on paper. And uh, I ran into him years later, and 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 he made his vision come 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 to pass. Uh, so when I became what I became, I, I wanted to find a black jeweler. Uh, and I ran back into my nigga, and so he 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 gave he gave me this game, uh, homie. That you can spend less, uh, and it can be valued more, uh, if you knew what you was doing. Uh, so yeah, so that's what I've been doing, homie. Spending less, uh, and 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 because of what I've been spending and and, and how he's been doing it, it's been coming back appraised for more than what I've been spending it for. Man, shout out KD. And I got to ask, man, and shout out your son, man. He just turned 20. Um, I yeah. think I saw you took him to ecstasy. Yeah, I took him next. Uh, I know you and Boosie be going through your thing, but Boosie once said that, you know, he believe in pushing P on his son at an early age. Make sure that he... See yeah, I, he I, I ain't trying to get the boy no pussy early. Uh, <laughs> now, I, I, I've, been, I've been taking my son to strip club uh, since he was uh, like 14 years old. Uh, they uh, CPS was called on me for that. God damn. Yeah, yeah. I uh, because uh, it, in a parent teachers conference, uh, 
Yeah, I got mad and told me any boy go to the strip club with his daddy, do all kind of things. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I went and blurting that all kind of shit. So the school reported me uh, for taking my son uh, to the strip club. And then one of his aunts was waitressing in the strip club and saw the boy in there. So they told him, spit, blew the horn on me. Uh, but I told CPS, fuck they sell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, can we see? Nah, I mean, you can't ask him a motherfucking thing about, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my son. Well, can't tell me what I can do with my boy. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, no. So they came back with the police and I slammed the door in their face and told me, if y'all ain't ready to kill a black man by me, y'all better leave me alone. Uh, but most people don't know, homie, you have rights. So when CPS show up to you, they don't have the right. If your children is not in no immediate danger, they have to have a judge to say this. But nigga, they just can't show up and say, I want to talk to your kids. Okay, let me get them an attorney. Right, Let No, no, listen. For you to access my child, me and my child have a right to an attorney. So what are my rights as a parent? First and foremost is what you're supposed to be notifying me of if you're a CPS worker. Well, they're not on my side, so they're not going to notify my rights. So, okay, let me get a lawyer. Then y'all can talk to my kids. But what ends up happening is... When you send your child to school, that's no longer your child. That's why they always wait for your kid to go to school. The police and CPS will wait till they go to school and go to school to talk to them because the school is the parent now and the school will give them access to your child. And you say, no, no, the school is your parent. That's why uh, you have to have permission to get your child out of school. You just can't go get them out of school. You go to jail. It's not your child, but people don't know that. So you give up a lot of rights by sending your children to public schools as a parent. Uh, if, a, if, if an emergency was to happen uh, in this country, uh, and we've seen this, whether that's a school shooting, a terrorist attack, or a tornado, you cannot go get your kid. I don't care what's going on because you're not the parent anymore. Uh, uh, that's why the school is obligated to report things. That's why if your kid wanted to come to school and play Charlene instead of Charleston, the school don't have to tell you. And the school can have a dress-up closet for your kid to go to school and dress up as a girl while at school and not tell you nothing because you're not the parent during these hours. That's crazy. So, yeah, uh, yeah, that hurt us. Whole <laughs> uh, milk help or hurt black people? Hurt. <laughs> humans are not supposed to be drinking animal milk and almond milk is not milk almond milk is man-made milk some shit they done process in a, in a laboratory nigga uh, uh, every, every baby is supposed to drink the milk of their mother a, a calf is supposed to drink cow milk not a human uh, a baby goat is supposed to drink goat. A, a human is supposed to drink human milk. Once you get off human milk, you're not supposed to drink milk anymore. The same elements that you think you get in milk exist in green vegetables and fruit. Your calcium come in green vegetables. So uh, when you're drinking whole milk, you're drinking pus with blood. When you men now, that's why. That's why they tell your mama not to drink and smoke because it gets in the bloodstream and then the baby is digesting what's in mama's bloodstream, not what's in the milk. 
What's in the milk is in the milk, but also the bloodstream is in the milk too. The life, that's life. So, so that's why they say, okay, well, don't take this if you're breastfeeding. Don't drink because it gets in your bloodstream. So when you're milking that cow, that's why I got to go through that processing machine and do all this. But man, naturally, homie, that's some nasty shit, homie. That's, man, that's pussing. So, uh, you know, there was a, a grown man that was, uh, that story went viral that he was still drinking his girl's breast milk up until like this age now. Do you feel like that's that's for the better? No. He, that was his, his partner, his, his, his wife. He drinks his wife's breast milk. That, what are titties still doing leaking milk? Is what we should be asking. Well, I, 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 well, she had children. And I guess he preferred the taste. And he just kept on, and they gonna produce as long as you suck on them. They gonna you produce. You know milk. that's a perverted white boy. Get no, this out. is a nigga. This is a, he's. This is a nigga. <laughs> <laughs> he grown as hell. He married to a white woman. <laughs> she was. Uh, this is a. This, this is, is a black, just, This is an African American couple. Oh man, that's the baby boy in real life then. Yeah, that's the nigga stuck on mama's titty. Because what health benefits does this bring? And at what point, what, at, at this point, what is this titty milk doing for this grown nigga? All his bones is strong. Because milk make your bones strong, right? Yeah. Is what they tell him. So at this point, what is milk doing for a grown man's body? Let's think about this, y'all. What is milk doing for a grown man's body at this point? When you got green vegetables, uh, fruits, uh, all these other things, homie. Yeah, he would say the child will go, and then after the child go, he'll go right after, you know, just to. Oh, he a freak. <laughs> He's a freak. Oh, that nigga a freak. Yeah, that nigga. Yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. They doing some freaky shit. Yeah, 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 nigga. Yeah, the, the, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, he done figured out she calm right after that. That's all that is. Because I done heard women say it's it's a sensation they get when the baby's nibbling on the titty. Yes, they they it tingle a little bit. Then he calm knowing how to set it off. That's all that is. Yeah, baby tingle that nipple. He come motherfucking me setting it out. That man, man, sell him Mason. They, man, yeah, they, where they finding these niggas there with these stories? Man. Yeah, they, almost, bro, when you read it, it almost sound unreal, bro. I ain't gonna, I'm telling you. I thought they was just trying to go viral, bro, because it just. That's it some, just, listen. Oh, shit. Huh, they showed him sucking the teeth. Nah, they, they showed they him. Blanket, and he went, I bro, I really feel like they was just trying to. Up. I yeah, feel yeah. like they was trying to go viral, bro. Yeah, that's, yeah, that nigga. Because yeah. it didn't yeah. even sound right. Homer, listen. Uh, now nah, that's some freaky bro. shit. Man, this nigga really swallowed. Man, yeah, nah. <laughs> that's a, yeah. Now, uh, uh, Help or Hurt Black People podcast. Mm. Man, help, nigga. <laughs> Best thing in the world to come for nigga. Cause we've been we've been podcasting, squabbling, and arguing for free over nothing. Right, but turn the camera on, goddamn. Man, listen, nigga, it, you can't get a bunch of niggas together nowhere in America, whether it's family time or nothing. We've been podcasting at the barbershops. Nigga. We've been podcasting on the corners, nigga. on the apartment steps, the when the woman can't go up there with her groceries. <laughs> we've been pod- but but now we can finally get some money for it. Now it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a job now. Nigga, start him a job podcasting. Uh, 
Uh, and it can get a bunch of niggas together and do something. Nigga, when have we ever been able to do this outside of gang hey, Monetize it. God damn it. And get a bunch of niggas together and we can do something and get some money. So all across the country, a bunch of like-minded niggas have gotten together and have started podcasting. And they getting a little money. Nigga, that done helped us in ways we could have never imagined. Hey, hey, man. And a uh, shout out game related. Not yeah. gang related. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, the the yeah. shit looking crazy uh, good over there. Yeah, nah, man. Uh, and we coming to y'all's. Oh yeah, no, got to, got to. Oh, we got to, yeah, we're real life. Got a podcast out now, man. So let's talk about it. Damn it, we outside. Yeah, yeah, y'all, y'all, yeah. If I remember correctly, y'all had one started one going last year, didn't you? We did, we did, but little four episodes, uh, shit, you know. Four good episodes. Four good episodes. Yeah, you talking about four good episodes. Yeah. We always all about reinventing the wheel, you know. We gonna, yeah. yeah, but this one, this one's sticking. Uh. It uh, it's a it's a it's a new avenue, and 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 I look at it like it's good therapy too, just to be able to that uh, that shit we be talking the corner, we could pop off on camera. And, it, it's there, it, 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 it is therapeutic in, in many ways, but homie, uh, if the black man can take it serious, uh, you see what kind of money they're giving out. Hey, you see what kind of money they're giving out, man. Oh, uh, not 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 only that, uh. It's new. It's new. It's new ways to create content off a podcast uh, that can bring the passive uh, income. So I'm watching people with podcasts uh, create YouTube channels off their podcasts, the visual sides of it. So not only are they streaming on Apple, Pandora, Spotify, whether they're known or not, they still getting some money. Uh, then to take their their visuals from the podcast and upload them to their YouTube channels, uh, I'm watching people monetize on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok off having a podcast. Yeah, just their just their visuals. Well, come on now, just their visuals alone, homie. We are we're we're a creative bunch. Yeah. Uh yeah, we need we need the highlight. Yeah, so uh so I, I say uh no matter what nobody says, uh uh this is helping us. There you go. Yeah, this is helping us. Now quick Charleston, I gotta ask you, uh, and I want you to think of this from also a woman's mindset as well. If you can, but her to help back black people, child support and food stamps. Does that hurt or help us? And also, again, from a black woman. You gotta separate the two. Let's separate the two. Let's just go with child support. And then we'll go with food stamps. Okay. Uh, child support help us. Uh, it says child support. When the woman get it, no matter what she do with it, the child gets some support. No matter what, if she go get her hair done, well, she might just got it done with that. But the other money she done, she fed the baby. She closed the baby. She paid the rent with the baby. Just because she's spending your child support money to get her hair done, she's spending her money to go do this and do that. Uh, the 24-hour duties and responsibilities of a mother uh, outweighs uh, the once a week or bi-weekly or once a month check that a nigga complain about. It don't even compare. Work a little harder. The redirection and the correction of the child, nigga. Uh, the waking up in the middle of the night, daddy, mommy, my tummy hurts. Uh, uh, 
the doctor's appointments, uh, the, the fever, the, when you gotta go to the emergency room, uh, nigga, you miss all that when you show up on your uh on your court appointed visitation weekend. Uh the gas money it takes to drive the baby to and from school, drive the baby to and from whatever uh we need it, homie. Uh and you're not near about paying. You're only paying according to what you make. Some niggas paying more, some niggas paying less. The man who complains about paying anything, what do you say to him? Uh, when have you volunteered to pay? Oh. The man who complains, the man who have the right to complain, yeah. is the man who volunteered to pay yeah. without the white man taking it. There you go. So it's a lot of niggas, go get a job, and he knows, goddamn it, when he get this new job, he got about six weeks for that motherfucking order get to the employer. Employer start taking it out my chin. Chas up. So this what ended up happening. Most people won't send that money the first six weeks. He wait until the man start taking it. When the nigga get behind, pretend he got the right to complain. When a nigga get behind. And he get a little extra money. Do we try to go pay it down? So what my nigga told me, told him, my nigga told me to the niggas that complain, if you cut back on your cigarette, cut back on drinking them beer, and smoking that weed for about six months, you can catch that shit up, nigga, where you don't have to complain. But you gotta cut back on some things. And what ended up happening, nigga, niggas that complained about paying child support smoke plenty of weed, drank plenty, they do a lot of shit, nigga, that they could contribute to paying child support. I'll pause that real quick, Charles. Hold on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna get you get uh we'll get the food somehow get the last question off. No, 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 you no, no, don't rush me out of here. Yeah, no, no, you can pop pop that in, pop that in there, pop that in there, pop that in there. Yeah, don't rush yeah, me out of here, nigga. You try to rush me out of here. I won't rush. I, I, I created three more questions. Yeah, nigga, I've been waiting on another real life street star. Yeah, yeah, we gotta take this into Christmas, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so and just to pick it up. Yeah, we ain't talked about the movie or nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, gonna, we're gonna promo. We're gonna promo all that. And uh, oh, did we good on audio? I'm a three, two, one. Um, should there be a cap on what a man pays in child support? Like, no matter what, if no matter the amount of his income. You know, twenty thousand a month. Yeah, it should be a cap. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it should be. Yeah, 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 it should be a cap. Uh, the the child support shouldn't shouldn't be de shouldn't be determined on what the man make. Uh, child support should be de should be determined on 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 what it takes for the child to live, not on what the man make. Uh, because because what it, what ends up happening is. Uh, if I make a lot of money and have a baby with this woman, her, her and her dude can live off my child support for my child. Her and her dude. Her, if I make a lot of money, Shit. her and her dude can live off my child support for my child. And that's where the problem lies. Yeah, yeah, that's where the problem lies. I'm taking lies. care of three of y'all. <laughs> 
But uh, but how how you fix the problem, is, homie? Uh, you don't make babies out of wedlock. Man. That's the only way to fix that problem. Come on now. Nigga, protect your seeds. The approximate cause. Guard your seeds. Uh, because if you have a baby by a woman you're married to, then those child support rules are not the same. Yeah. They're not just automatic taking a motherfucking thing from you. Uh, uh, it's, it, you got more rights established when, when, when you have a child uh, uh, within the, the parameters of wedlock. Uh, we reckless with that dick. So mm -hmm. this is the consequences of being reckless with that dick. Uh, child support, nigga. Uh, and you end up making a baby. Well, it seems like you end up making a baby with a person that y'all spent almost 18 years working against each other against the best interest of y'all child. Y'all be working against each other, making it hard to co-parent for this. She make it hard for you. You make it hard for her. You resent her. She resent you. Nigga, you spew hate. She spew hate. And all of this is because of how y'all feel about each other, but it's working against the best interest of y'all child. And, 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 and nobody can just say, man, let me make this sacrifice. Let me sacrifice my feelings. I don't care if she's done it. Let me sacrifice my feelings so I can begin to work with her for the best interest. And nigga, I hardly seen two people do that yet. Mm. Now, by the time that motherfucker gets 16, 17, 18, you gradually start trying to. But nigga, this motherfucker grown now. <laughs> with all those feelings that y'all harbored throughout their childhood. And, and, and most of the time, homie, we force them to have to pick sides. Yeah, man. We force our kids to have to pick sides. Should they even be in court during those battles? Nah. Uh, nigga, I called CPS one time on my baby mama just getting to get back at her. <laughs> nigga, sometimes you just feel so motherfucking help. You just try to get the kids. I mean, bitch smoke weed. She do all kinds of shit. <laughs> I'm just trying to get the kids. Nigga. Uh, and, and they know you trying to do this. But uh, nigga, they brought the kids in there. And nigga, that's when I realized, nigga, I'm wrong in a motherfucker. I quit that petty shit. Nigga, yeah. looking at the babies, homie. Cause I, yeah, they nigga, don't know what's this, going on. This wasn't intent. Yeah, yeah, I just want the bitch to get the kids snatched and bring the kids over here with me. And I, yeah, you know. Yeah, you started some shit, you had to follow through. Playing dirty. <laughs> Goddamn. Playing dirty, my nigga. Damn it. So, uh, yeah, it, it, it should be a cap. Uh, okay. Yeah, it should be a cap. So I have to ask you because, you know, even before you speak on food stamps, what you just said on child support is that a woman could be taken care of based on that income where she don't have to work. Yeah. So when you look at it as a, from a standpoint of it might handicap, let's say, a man or woman, do you feel and like- And that bitch go go make another baby. Goddamn, we gonna keep it going. But peep game, homie, most hoes go make, go make another baby. But what ends up happening? But boy, when that pussy get old, and them kids starting to get old, the child support stop, the food stamp stop, and the section A stop. Now Oof. what you got, bitch? Damn. Now by this time you old and age. Yeah, we done did oh, 20, oh, oh, 25 years of just getting taken care of. Or, or a little older. 
And that's what ends up happening. So that's where you see the grandmamas coming in. Nigga still holding on, trying to get the Section 8 apartments, got to play on the disability, got to go work her up. So that's where you see that at, homie. The woman has been sitting back relying and playing on the child support, relying and playing on the kid's disability check, relying and playing on the Section 8 government entitlement program until the kids age out. Now you got to see these hoes try to get it together. Mm. So I was gonna ask you about hurt or hurt black people food stamps, but you kind of you kind of played into this. Uh, food food stamp hurt. Uh, food oh, stamp they, they hurts us. Food stamp hurts us. They have they have left us so dependent uh, upon the government. Uh, because but I we get, we able to buy a brand name versus that that great value. Uh, I, I I spend cash money on great value today because what I realize is why would I sell a better brand than y'all than my brand? Think yeah. about this. Why would I say I let you sell your dope over here? But why would your dope be better than mine and my dope got the name of the store on it? So why would I avoid the great value Walmart brand when it's they store? Chances are they got a warehouse around the corner and this product ain't as old. Man. These other people had to ship me this product with some expiration dates on it, but great value will always be the best because guess who's selling it? Great value. And it tastes better. And it tastes Come on, homie. Around the corner. So, so, so let me just... Let me just further elaborate on, on food stamps. Uh, food stamps bring you back to the plantation where the slave master is. And y'all line up and come get this. Hey. Uh, most people who get food stamps, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, nigga, if you got 100 bitches in the projects that sell food stamps and they need food stamps, 80 of them bitches sell them. <laughs> it's a flip. Most folks who spending food stamps in the store don't need them. They bought them from somebody. Hey. So, uh, it's a benefit of having kids. The more kids you have, the more money they give you. Uh, I used to get six hundred dollars a month in food stamps for two kids. That's a lot. Uh, back in the day. Nigga, this wasn't back in the day. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, 200, 200 going to the weed, man. Hey. So for every month, nigga, I'm going to have a bill with me and the weed, man. Nigga, he going to get $200 food stamp, and the fourth sum going to be mine. <laughs> it's, on, on the and day I'm, of. We, and I, I'm ashamed to say that. No, nigga, I'm going to get the weed for the stamps coming. <laughs> you know what time. You know what day come in. He want to give it to me. You see him? Yeah, he want to give it to me. Uh, cause nigga, part, part of this weed is to help me cook in the morning, <laughs> cook dinner, when I done pick the kids up from school, because I'm feeling what I'm feeling. So this weed helps me get through the day as a parent. Well, I ain't too agitated, because we poor. <laughs> we poor, nigga. So this weed is helping me manage Fatherhood responsibility where I'm not too angry and agitated fussing at the kids in these poor financial situations. Hey. I was wrong in the motherfucker <laughs> for setting them kids food stamps. And when them kids realize, uh, these they food stamps. These ain't mine. Because I can't get these food stamps without these kids. Hey. So a level of shame start being felt. Why you why you smoking or uh uh just just doing it period. Ah yeah. 
uh, just doing it, period, homie. Because when you're poor, it's it's a day-to-day shame. Mm. It ain't it ain't an event when you're poor. It's a day to day shaming that you feel because your children looking for things and asking for things that you can't provide. And secretly on the inside, you feel shame because you can't provide it. Uh, So. A a level of shame started, 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 started coming about, homie. But, But what I realized is. It's hurting us because our well-to-do aunts, our well-to-do black family members, that's who buying the food stamps. So when the government look at this card, because everything is tracked, when the government tracks this chip, and this chip says that this card belongs to William in 76105, which is a known impoverished area where predominantly people over here receive government entitlements. But for whatever reason, William Card is being spent out here in 76119 in the affluent area at this super center Walmart. So when they tracking this, why is this card being spent in this area? Why do you think they're making a list of what's being spent on food stamps? They're making a list. They're buying steaks, lobsters, and this. They're keeping track of where these cards are being spent. So it's not making sense that this card should be spent in this community where these taxes, these food taxes, this food revenue should be in this area. We already know we're giving this much amount of money over here to these people. Why isn't it being spent over here? And this is a food desert. This is a food desert. But in this this food desert card is being spent over here where it's Kroger's, Walmart, all this stuff. It's hurting us. So when what does Charleston White think or what goes to your head when you see like uh, a woman in a shower cap and a muumu with two baskets full of groceries filled to the top at Walmart checking out? Uh, that whole like the fuck. <laughs> that first thing come on my mind. Yeah, that whole like the fuck to make out the motherfucking baby. Yeah, any hoe you see with a bunny walking out the house, them hoes like the fuck. That's that easy pussy. Oh, man, all you gotta do is just start speaking to them hoes. Uh, yeah, that's them easy. That's them hoes. That's them hoes ain't too far from the bedroom. Man, them hoes ain't too far from the bed, so it's easy to get them hoes right back in there. <laughs> they ain't too far. Just they ain't too far from it. Uh, Shit, that's them hoes love laying on they back. Uh, <laughs> I, I I got one more. Um. A, uh, her to help black people ADHD medicine for kids they hurt us yeah that hurt us badly homie uh uh because because that was that was a made up diagnosis uh that's every child uh grown folk can't even sit still you tell a grown person sit down don't move shut up be quiet a grown person can't do that so why would you expect a kid to do it uh, those were the pharmaceuticals who 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 played a trick on us. Uh, I was one of those kids uh, who was prescribed Prozac in the early nineties. Uh, my mama made him take me off that shit because it didn't seem like it was working. Yeah, yeah, that shit didn't seem like it was working. Uh, 
uh, attention deficit, hyper, that was some made up shit. Especially for boys. Who's more hyper than an active boy with so much testosterone running, woom, 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 woom. Uh, now that, that, that was, uh, that was a war on drugs. And, 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 and that war on drugs, uh, if you let me explain it, uh, that was a, a biological chemical warfare that was played on black children. Uh, a, a lot of mothers went that route for the check, nigga. That's, that's something that we don't even talk about. Bro, I, I still know mothers to this day that say, I'm going to go get that crazy check for my son. And kid don't even be crazy. He just, he just hyper. He just motherfucker like the high boys bouncing off the wall because he can't go outside. And just think, homie, this was the time of the video game. So this was the time when they were making boys stay in the house. So we had just went from playing outside all day to now nigga, bo- niggas in the house on video game. Of course he gonna be bouncing off a wall. Then they was, not only was they starting to change the school curriculum, nigga, they was starting to, uh, they were starting to criminalize male behavior outside of a football field. So two boys fighting, two boys wrestling. Uh, they start coming up with things, uh, oppositional defiance. Mm, smacking your lips, jacking your arm. That started becoming behavior problems that got kids put on those medications. Uh, and, and, and it was a big pharmaceutical push from that point on. And, and so, uh, so you saw video games, uh, children made to stay indoors, uh, less recess, uh, and more ADHD commercials. Uh, um, children was taking Adderall. Uh, they was giving children real psychotropic drugs that was having adult effects from suicide thoughts and, and, and all that. Homie, they fucked over a generation of kids with that. Uh, only now to have no discipline for them. Only now to have no discipline for those same kids who, who, those are the kids that's struggling with the mental health shit with the gun shit now. That could have wasn't no ass whooping. <laughs> right. Yeah, wasn't no sit your ugly ass down somewhere, boy, before I beat your goddamn, wasn't that, wasn't that more kind of talk? <laughs> and and, and that's, that's around that time, homie. So uh, I was an adolescent during that era when they start to come about that. And I was one of those kids, they tried to use that shit on, homie. Uh, and all I needed was discipline. And, and, and so that's what I got where I didn't need the medicine. Shout out to Real Street Stars, nigga. Moolah. Hey.